you got one over on me like you looking down on me or some shit because you know once they beat you like they they think they own you now and shit oh nah 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 i'll be busting his ass i'm be honest. even his dad be like yo you, you brought out the old the old eric like i'm like yeah i'll be tired as fuck but i'm like nah and if, if, if push come to shove if i gotta back you down in the paint and yeah. just follow you extra hard i'm not letting you get that one off no you gotta play physical 80s basketball mm-hmm there's, there's oh, yeah. no way you can't you can't let them cross that barrier because then they try to flex on you. Yeah. And once you take that yeah, first yeah. L, they try to flex on you. You you gotta know when it's your time to retire and mm. stop playing them. You know what I'm saying? Or, or every time you gotta be extra physical. You gotta or, bust them. Or get ass. a jump shot that's crazy. Even oh no nah, no nah. he know already. Like when yeah. I get tired, when I start getting tired, I hit him with a bunch of jab steps like I'm mellow. <laughs> he getting a bunch of jab steps. <laughs> Cause then he start he start thinking about me trying to dribble around him because he know once I get him into that point I'm gonna get physical I'm gonna lower my shoulder into your chest I'm gonna bump back <laughs> finish with the layup so he already start worrying about it then I'm, then I'm just pulling up his mid range <laughs> oh this mid range game is deadly you know what I'm saying it is deadly and Call the same it. thing in Madden when we play Madden I don't take it easy on him because mm-hmm. he one of them kids he nice he, he know his game don't get me wrong he played football and basketball so he know the game yeah but if I let him get that win I never hit an end of it yeah. <laughs> and his mom be so his mom be so mad at me because she be like, "Yo, you get him so riled up when he come over." I be clapping in his face. Talking <laughs> you gotta do that. Him. You gotta yeah, do I'm, that. I'm, I'm reckless. And trip, no trip, met my other nephew Jaden. I'm the same way with him. Like I fucked. I'm reckless. You never getting that up on me. Fuck that. If if if, if they never been playing the game and got up and said, "Yo, come on, let's yeah. go," like you ain't living. You ain't yeah. you, you ain't been there yet. Right. If 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 I didn't make you kick the basketball across the the the, the driveway at least once, I didn't do my job. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. My job is to get you that frustrated. Where it's like, yo, I hate when he come over here. But every time I come over, the first thing I get up, as soon as I get out the car, he like, what's up? We getting this game in? Yeah. As yeah. the moment I get out the car. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then when they walk past you again because they getting a little taller, you look at them like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> if he that's why I said really like that last time I walked past him, I kind of looked. And I was like, "Oh, this motherfucker, he, he might be six feet right now." <laughs> <laughs> tall, lanky motherfucker. Hey, right? you only fourteen years old. What are you? What are you doing? That's, that's when you start sizing him up. Listen, yeah. Like, okay. Nah, he he, little, okay, he noticed. Okay. He noticed though, because he he tried to throw a jab at me one day because I was like, um, he said something. He was like, "Yeah, I gotta get some new sneakers to hoop in or whatever." I'm I'm growing out of these. And I was like, yeah. And, and at the time, man, he was kind of the same height. So I'm like, yo, I got some, um, I got some joints. You know, I don't really rock if you want them. He's like, oh, what size are they? He was like, oh, I was like a nine and a half. He was like, nah, I'm a ten now. Hold on, hold on. You like, fam, yo, you don't want big going. feet. Cut it out. He tried to style on you. Yeah, I'm like, you're not just going to talk to me like that. Like, you're not just going to come at me any type of way. I was offering you a, a, a free pair of Jordans right now, bro. Yeah, but yeah. you're going to talk to me like this. <laughs> so you got to talk to me nice, too. But you know what it is, though? It's a, it's a pissing contest, and it's, it's appreciation and respect. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you don't really do that with somebody that you don't really respect. Because that's that's kind of how we show love. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and it's the fact that they idolize you. You know what I'm saying to that point where it's like, no, this is this is my rite of passage. I can't I can't get to the next level in the game until I beat my uncle, until I beat my dad. You know what I'm saying in, in a game of basketball or a video game, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's a rite of passage for for a young boy. 
and we get older you know what i'm saying obviously we're gonna get older faster than them because we already fucking way older than them but you know what's crazy we understand that we were them at their age i think versus other generations didn't do that they they got older and said nah, i'm gonna be old we was like nah nigga, i was cool when i was your age and i'm still cool now yeah absolutely i'm still like, playing 2k I, right I, now. I ain't gonna I'm for, I, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm never gonna tell my nephew this not now anyway he's a way better athlete than i was at 14. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm never going I'm never going to tell him that because as we talked about, I want him to keep having that hunger yeah. to think like, yo, I got to bust your ass. I got to beat you when we play. But at 14, I wasn't I, I'm 5'10 now. At 14, I wasn't 5'10. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't tall and lanky and athletic like that. I was a typical Spanish dude who was just trying to figure it out. So my <laughs> nephew's got a way great advantage over me. So, But I ain't going to tell him that. I, I got to keep pushing him so they continue to try to be great. That's what it is, yo. But you gotta show them your fucking greatness and shit. Like, listen, motherfucker, I still got it. Word. Right. I will bust your ass. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for the day. I don't even care. My nephews is young. My nephews is 10 and like 5, and I be busting their fucking ass in 2K. I don't give a fuck. What's <laughs> wrong with y'all? You don't get no easy wins on this side. When I'm 70, That's baby. You know, fuck that's me. how you gotta. That's how you gotta do it, man. My uncle, yo, I remember I used to spend the summers with my uncle, and my uncle would kill me in match. And my uncle would talk shit to me, my, everything. Like my uncle was ruthless in the shit he would say, like to the point where, like, I would go to the room. I wouldn't let him see it, but I might shed a tear in the room. Like, yo, I hate you this go cry in the car? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna cry in the room in silence. <laughs> but in the pillow. But, but later, right? But later on, you know what I'm saying? As I got a little older, and I started killing motherfuckers, like, I, right, I get it now. Like he, he wasn't taking it easy on me because ain't nobody else gonna take it easy on me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And there's lessons and lessons and lessons. And this is a uh, shooting the shit, shooting the shit. Good fellas, what's going on with you? Can't complain, man. We working we outside, working, we getting a lot done. We working inside. You know what I'm saying? Everything is just is just flowing like it's supposed to, man. I cannot complain. The weather's been beautiful. Oh, we had some rain the last few days. Yeah, that was like today and yesterday, but the weather's been beautiful for the most part yeah. the past couple of days. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like we got a new president about to take over the, the office. Mm -hmm. Like we we good. My team, shout out to my, my guys, the uh, the PSTL Lions, the fourteen U team they in the Super Bowl. Oh, it was like coming Ooh. coming this coming this week. That's my that's my football team. He added to his uh, videography resume, so if you heard the last yeah. episode, we know what we're talking about in the shit. <laughs> Yeah, Sean thought you were talking about the Giants for a second. He's like, who? Nah, that nah, word? Nah, nah, nah. I ain't, I ain't said the PST, no. the PST. I was like, what? I said the PST 14 U Lions, <laughs> not the Giants. Let's get that clear right now. Oh, so they got a gang name now. Those are those right. those those are, those are the, the, the young bulls. You know what I'm saying? They they made it to the Super Bowl. Okay. Um. So they they be playing this Saturday. So I'm gonna be out there shooting now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show the footage. On uh, real fans, real talk of the the Super Bowl. I may even air the whole Super Bowl on the uh, on on the show because at that point the yeah, season that. is done. So you doing commentary? You know I mean, I can do commentary, but I'm not doing <laughs> commentary while I'm shooting because I got to record yeah. that for them for the the reels and shit. Actually, this nah, one went matter because it's the last game. Air that, air that, because the because the young men deserve that recognition, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then after you air, we'll do the commentary on that joint. We'd be like John Madden and Pat Summerall on that joint. Yeah, but you gotta be like, ooh, he dipped them. Ooh, stop playing. He <laughs> <laughs> gotta be yeah, like right. that. <laughs> no, but yo, these kids be like making that. some wild plays. And you'd be like, yo, 
Like you really be shaking your head like, yo, these are kids. Is that 14 year old Jonathan Vilma you know, right there? Shit, <laughs> like a lot of these kids. Nah, like, that's a fact. Like the kid, the, so, you know, the one kid that I actually like started filming for, and I've been filming for him since he was like, I think eight years old. He's 14 now. But he already has his fucking first college recruitment letter. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like when his his dad has sent me that shit, and I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. Like I, I've been documenting this kid's journey from a fucking eight year old kid. Oh, to I got a segue for that. Letters. I got a segue for that. But go ahead. That's dope. That's dope. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, Eric, I don't know if he was gonna say something. About- no, nah, I was I was going to reiterate what Tripp said. It is it is truly amazing, man. Like I said, my my couple years of coaching basketball. There's a couple kids that I still text every now and then to make sure the grades is good. You know, they go to different schools. I own Because you always coach. St. Ray's. Because you always Yeah, coach. you always coaching. Yeah, you, you you know, you always coach to them. And like Tripp said, it is amazing, man, because I think about some of these kids that I had at 11 or 12 years old who now sophomores and juniors in high school. And to see the young men that they become and then even hear them tell the stories of like, man, yo, I got this letter from this school. Like, it is truly a, a very prideful feeling of yeah. knowing like, man, I... I Watch this young man grow into what he's becoming, man. Yeah, and I documented his, his football career. These and, these and the football careers of a lot of other kids. These these things that you guys are doing are very important parts of kids' lives. You know what I mean? Like a lot of kids look up to coaches when they look up to the actual teachers and probably their parents. You know what I mean? So for yeah. you to be a coach that actually is an influential one that's good, because because a lot of us we, we play uh, you know pee wee football or whatever, and and it was always those coaches that. They son was on the team when they son was ass and they got all the good positions or whatever. Or you know what I'm saying? No, I've definitely seen that throughout the years. Um, because usually the coaches are fathers. Yeah. So they be delusional sometimes. You, you probably have like five or six dads that are coaching the uh, the teams. One head coach and then you got the defensive coordinator, offense, and just other assistant coaches. But a lot of them are dads. Yeah, that's you know a dope thing. So you know, but I mean, for the Keep most part, it, they wanted they was trying to win though. So yeah. they wasn't really putting in cats that wasn't nice like that. Like if you was getting crazy minutes, it was because you was nice. Okay. At football, so I will I will say that you know what I'm saying like I know I remember you know they got the one Super Bowl win you know during the top. So do you get a ring too or no? Uh, yeah, I get a ring. Okay. What's up? Like okay, you got pla- you got you got plaques and you got and you got rings Word. and shit. Okay. And I get a trophy too. Okay, beloved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but shout out to the to the Lions, man. I'm looking forward to this uh, Saturday. Wow. I'm gonna let y'all know next week if they won that Super Bowl. So that's, that's always great for the kids, though, man. Word. It is. Word. So what that made me think of, I haven't coached any kids. I, I probably went to some practices and help people out here and there, but like. TV shows because I, I, I we spoke we speak about this quite often the t- type of shows that we watching right now we also in the sports and stuff like that and you know that QB one show mm. the kid that's at uh, Ohio I think um, he's from Georgia and for whatever reason when you watch these shows or you, you, you into these things because we are in the sports you feel like you're a part of the a part of this story even though you don't know him yeah. you feel like you're a part of the story so that shit kind of made me think about it but th- I'm I'm glad that you guys you know you were a little bit more hands on and into it. Um, or whatever, because a lot of a lot of kids they need fucking positive role models and shit, man. So you know, no, that's a fact. Nah, that's a, that's a fact, know. man. I mean, the, the the young men and young women who you know who need the coaching, but that come from our background, as you said, you know, that coach takes on a bigger role than just game yep. day. 
yeah, yeah. that somebody some that, of them be smashing the moms too but yeah that's another story i mean that's that's a different that's a different level though i ain't gonna lie to <laughs> yeah that's that's a special kind of coach though too. that's different you know what i'm saying but i i you know speaking from personal experience um there was a kid who <laughs> i held in I, I held in high regard well i remember one time i had to pick him up from the precinct you know what I'm saying? And he was a good kid, special talent, but he just didn't have the guidance at home. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it's like that sometimes, but I think it, it's important to always try to elevate these kids to that next level, man, because just imagine how great we could have been. We still good men, yeah. but imagine how great we could have been if we would have had somebody who gave us that extra push or helped us get to that next level. Oh, you know, and no matter anything we did. Absolutely. I posted something last week and I was like, uh, it's a picture of um, you playing football. I think I sent it to you guys a few months back, but I was like, the caption under it, under it was probably like, oh, one of those times where I wasn't playing around in practice. Like, sometimes you need somebody to fucking push you because yeah. I would get in there, do what I do, and be like, ah, whatever, I don't care. Cause I knew what I could do, you right? Know what I'm saying? Whereas people that are in certain predicaments, that's all they got is sports or whatever. You know what I mean? So they're not playing around with their fucking gift. Yeah. So don't play with your fucking gifts, man. Like I, I, I ended up playing sports to get out the house and then realized I was actually athletic. <laughs> so that that's how that shit worked for me. You know what I mean? Like my fucking yeah. grandfather, his nickname was Lightning and shit. The motherfucker was fast. Like we all was fast, but you know, those talents, man. You can't fucking waste them, man. Nah, you can't fuck around with that, man. You you got to take it serious. Uh, my other nephew Carter, he's nasty in baseball, bro. And Ooh, uh, I wish I his dad, that. his dad was a beast in baseball too. And unfortunately, his dad, you know, had a, a knee injury his senior year of high school that kind of compromised his college career. Mm-hmm. And even Trip, no, my man Jimmy, who worked at the Garden, Jimmy was nasty. Mm-hmm. Jimmy played at St. John's for two years, and then you know tore his knee as well. Yo. So, you know, it, it it don't it don't always go that way for all of us. But as long as you got somebody who's trying to push you to be great. You can accomplish some great things, man. And, you know, that's what we want to see for the young brothers out here, man, that, that they get out there and they they don't turn into that hood legend who's sitting around a block talking about what it could have, should have. Yeah. We never want to see that. Because that, that shit used to happen a lot. I don't know if you guys used to go outside and those same guys when you were outside, they were there when you came back. You probably went to go those get food, just... the, the club closed at four and all that. It's like six in the morning, the sun coming out. These motherfuckers still outside. Those was the dudes that see me at the payphone with my ten dollars and quarters, and they was trying to get a bear off me, bro. Man. They knew I was out there with ten dollars rolled up in quarters to call my shorties on the phone, and they was like, "Yo, Bob, let me, you know, let me hold two dollars real quick." No, you fucking with my flow right now. You fucking with my. Flow. I, nah, I ain't gonna front. I used to, I used to get them to the bed. I ain't gonna lie. What kind of they? You gotta get it. You you gotta show love to the hood. You gotta get them to the bed because it might be that one situation late at night. You know what I'm saying? Where they might hold you down. That's a fact. That's a, that's, a, that's you right. You right. You right. You, you know what? And I'm I'm glad you you, you said that, Eric, because what I, you know I was talking to you guys earlier about the um, DMX thing. Yeah. And you know, see them segues we don't even try to get, but we got especially you know for the younger cats that's you know you following behind older dudes. You know what I'm saying like you really need to. Be mindful of who you following and who 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 you hanging out out around. You know, shout out to to DMX, one of the best to do it. One of my Earl favorite Simmons. fucking artists, multi fucking platinum. You know what I'm saying? Like DMX was was like one A one B with Hove. That's a fact. During his during his 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 peak, and you could go either way. I'm not mad at you if you say, uh, you know, X was one A and Hove was one B. 
Or if you said Hope was one A and X was one B, you know what I'm saying? Like that's how fucking nice these motherfuckers was, you know. But you know, so he's just talking um, about, you know, one of the dudes that he looked up to in the hood, you know, what I'm saying that he fuck with, and you know that got him smoking fucking crack. He gave him a blunt with some fucking crack in that shit. He called him just Woolies. Yeah, Woolies. Well, Woolies is more for coke. Yeah. Um, but that's what it is though Once you light it up yeah. yeah You know what I'm saying So they were just they were, He was talking about that And it just had me thinking Like yo there's so many kids out here And y'all following Behind the wrong fucking people Yeah And you know We, we did really we, gotta Did, put we, did we get back into our old guy bag And start trying to fucking tell stories <laughs> Well no nah, I'm just saying Like we gotta We gotta really educate no, that's These, real these though, young yeah. cats Because you follow and, and it don't even have to be in that Like it's not about Oh we're just getting hooked on drugs Yeah Cause I'm putting you out there to work Got you doing illegal shit in the street Shooting cats Selling right. drugs Whatever yeah. You know what I'm saying Like I'm putting your life on the line I'm taking you Away from your family possibly Yeah You know what I'm saying So Like they, We gotta have more You know Of us speaking to these younger cats And letting them know Like yo It's, it's okay to, to 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 study somebody To follow behind somebody But Know who you following Know who Know who is, is is putting shit into your mind? You know well, that's saying? that's the test of what you, we was just saying about the fucking coaches and shit like that. Though, like those those roles are very important, but yeah. some some people, you know, they, they look up the people in the hood or whatever, people that are around them, them getting money, dudes or whatever, and and they just see what they see on the outside. They don't see it on the inside. They don't see what like you just said. Like they don't see how he rolled that up or whatever. Know what I mean, like yeah. I mean, but it it's not nah, that that's a fact though. I mean. You know, when you're young and you want to smoke or you want to drink, you ain't really paying attention to what somebody's putting in there. You're just thinking, yo, I'm having a good time. But to Tripp's point, and it's a valid point, you know, you got to watch who you just hanging around in general. Yeah. It ain't even got to be, you know, like the kids love to say, oh, that's big bro, whatever. You got to watch who you're around in <laughs> big general. Bro like be like a five-year-old really, sometimes. But yeah. <laughs> people who really give a fuck about you. Like they never gonna push you on harm's way, bro. That's a fact. Yeah. Never. But never. you gotta like, know, you gotta know what that feeling is to actually understand that though, because everybody don't know what that feeling is feeling is of you knowing somebody's gonna really hold you down. That's why right. we gotta say that. We gotta have these right. conversations. Yeah. Somebody who really fuck with you. Like I always use the analogy, bro. Growing up in Millbrook projects, my next door neighbor was heavy in the game, bro. Yeah. Heavy. And he used to look out for me and my cousin. Like we were his siblings. Like he would never allow us to be involved in no bullshit. Mm-hmm. Leave them motherfuckers alone. They good. You know, he grew up with my mom. They went to school together. Okay. So to him it will he was always like, nah, leave them the fuck alone. They ain't in this shit. Right. Leave them the fuck alone, bro. They play baseball, they go to school. I know their mom. Their mom's is, is good working women, like real legitimate jobs, bro. They not out here scamming and tricking and none of that bullshit. Yeah. They out here really providing for their family. Leave them the fuck alone. And even to this day, like when I see his mom or his sister on them, they have respect for my grandmother, and my family, and they looked out for us that same way. That's so, how it was supposed to be. Right. That And like we always talk about, you know what I'm saying? The real OGZ of block is supposed to understand that women and children is off limits, bro. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be trying to exploit and exploiting kids and have my head doing shit that they not supposed to be doing yeah you know what i'm saying and so if it's a motherfucker that you claim is your og or your big bro and he put you in compromising situations and have you risking your freedom to do some shit just to prove your loyalty to somebody mm-hmm. that's not your og bro that's not your big bro right. that's a motherfucker that's just got you out he pimping you he extorting you 
Yeah. He putting you in compromising positions for his benefit. This is this is true, man. True. You know, and, and like we said too, you know, a lot of cats out here, X, listen, X is a legend. Y'all, y'all young cats don't know X came out the gate. Yeah. Four straight albums, platinum. Yo, Number he had like two album. albums in one year. Two albums one year. His first four joints was all number one albums, platinum right out the gate. He just he was battling demons, man. Similar to Mike Tyson. Yeah. Mike Tyson's a legend. Yep. And Mike was battling demons and dealing with a lot of different things. And it's crazy for 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 you younger guys that don't know what Mike used to be like. You see him now, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's older. He Yo, got his podcast, interviews. Got you gotta see the shape. interviews. They gotta watch the interviews. You, oh, if you don't watch the legendary interviews, interviews, him and James Brown got some of the best interviews. That shit is crazy. But yeah, he's, so he's, a, he, he's truly a legend, bro. Mike is truly a legend to, to everything that he's been able to overcome to where he's at right now. His podcast is dope. Uh, he has the ranch, uh, you know, the, the weed ranch that he's doing. Um, and he has a fight coming up. Uh, he was also talking to Joe Rogan about one of the things he used to do back in the day when he was getting ready for fights. You know, Mike was on drugs, drugs. He wasn't on drugs. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two times. So he said that he had this, what, contraption that he would tape to his dick and it would uh, have piss in it and he would use it to pass drug tests. He wasn't taking any illegal substances, but he might have snorted a few lines. He might have had a few shots. A few? Well, Mike smoked, he smoked bud too, so. You know, you never know, ran, never will. Because um, marijuana is banned in boxing. Mm-hmm. So. You know what I'm saying, like and especially but shit at that time. Marijuana is gonna make you relax, bro. Yeah, but it don't matter. It's still a banned substance. Yeah. Fam, you want to relax, Michael, Mike Tyson in the ring, like about to hit you in the face? No, but I'm saying, but if it's a banned substance, it's a banned substance. Uh huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, it but you you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm talking about like performance enhancement type of thing. Yeah. Like that's yeah, a stagger. I mean, Mike was a wild motherfucker, man. Yeah. Mike was a wild, like he said himself when he lost to Buster Douglas, he was like, I lost because I was having wild orgies over in Japan. <laughs> Bust mad nuts. He's, he had no energy, his legs was gone. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he's like, my knees were shot by the fourth round. Like, I was done. <laughs> they was draining my man. He got the happy yeah. ending. Yeah, he, he was time. getting happy endings. Every time. He, yeah, he, he was he was going wild out He probably there, speaking man. filthy to them too. Come here, bitch. That's Mike. Mike he Mike, was probably high Mike, as a kite. You know Mike he was. was a legend, man. I'm gonna tell y'all too, man. I'm in, I'm, I'm gonna invite my man onto the show. I did it on the Sanchez show. Mm-hmm. It's an episode called Strapped Up because that's still going on to this day. My man who be getting all these type of wild federal jobs, he got this technique he used where it's similar to that. He wearing a dildo Get the fuck out of here. to pass the drug test, bro. It's still going to this day. It's like a, 20, uh, 30 years later. That's crazy, bro. Listen. I mean, some cats, they just can't, as, as Stephen Ace would say, stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. And they got it. How old does he yeah, sound saying that, stay that, off the weed? That's crazy, though, man. Well, you know what? He, that's not that bad. The funniest shit the other day was my grandmother talking about some reefers. Yo. She had me cracking up. Not the reefers. Yeah. I forget who. They was, uh, I forgot. I was watching um, House of Pain, uh-huh. and they found a vape pen, 
And she was like, what's that, the reefers? The reefers. I was like, come on, Grandma. Listen, it's 2020. Plural. It's a reefer no more. Plural. So when they add an S to it, yo, you seen this shit online? They was like, these don't have, that shit kind of bothered me. But if she said reefers, I would have lost it. Yeah, no, no, no. I thought, listen, it's it's weed or you just call it straight marijuana? Yo, the reefers. I don't want to see up here talking reefers. about the reefers no more. They playing, because I'm going to start asking like all my older uh, family members, like, yeah, I smoked weed back in the day. Y'all living in a fucked up time. It may have, or at least they tried it. No? Yeah, like my grandfather got old pictures of him like drinking and shit at some bar. He probably smoked a doobie. But, he, but he's like real religious now. He probably was a wild boy. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't tell nobody. Why would you? That, that never sits well with me, though, bro. Why you say that? Like... The- the people who like really like lived hard and lived their life mm-hmm. into their forties, and then then it's like, oh, I'm giving myself over to God. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool, but don't judge me. This is what I'm saying. Like, you lived hard, right? You lived hard. I'm gonna live hard. Shit. You was drinking corn liquor. You was partying in and bonds and, and all ta- all these other ass these fucking places that you shouldn't have been in. Like, mm-hmm. listen, like Anthony told us, you was out here smoking, drinking, and sharing condoms. Yeah. All right, yeah. uh, listen, listen. <laughs> Listen. Let me live. Let me live. Y'all was living all the way different because they was nasty boys back then. Mm-hmm. Fuckers up with them. But yeah, um, fucking Wesley Snipes. So you know, a few years back, Wesley had some issues. You always got to preface some other bullshit before you say some good shit because you know that's how we are as people. Sometimes it's fucked up. Taxman coming unless your name is uh, Donald Trump, right? And, and that shit is crazy. But Blade is my shit. I watch Blade all the fucking time. I don't know why. Blade, Blade and uh, fucking Kill Bill are those two movies that I just watched. And I maybe maybe because it's a lot of fighting and shit. But I love those two fucking movies. I see you. I see you fucking nodding, Eric and shit. So you probably in the greens. Uh, Kill Bill's my shit. Yeah. Kill Bill's definitely my shit. Yeah. My man with the pussy wagon. <laughs> my man with the pussy wagon. Uh, the the Spanish pimp that shorty whole shit is split. Oh, and they yeah. was talking all the way like sensual out there. Yeah, that shit was yeah. crazy. But the Quentin Tarantino flicks is those are special joints right there. Yes, yes, yes. That shit was wild. But it, it, it for whatever reason, like those movies like really stuck to me, and I watch them shit all the time. And not too many times you gonna see a fucking black guy fighting vampires and shit and doing karate. You know what I mean? But that was dope. But what the you know, with anybody you have to have progressions in life and shit. So I think Wesley is working on an all female cast of superhero movies. I think that's gonna be fucking dope. I don't know if it's gonna be under one of the franchises or something new or whatever. But um, you guys heard about that? I heard a little bit about it because I heard he was because of all his tax issues. He was doing a lot of uh, uh, movies overseas. Mm-hmm. He wasn't gonna do anything. Uh, stateside so it'll be interesting to see if he puts together almost like a charlie's angels type joint but you know abroad and 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 maybe do a charlie's angels combined with a 007 type concept and, the, and they got a new 007 that's a woman Asia. too a black woman that's a new 007 also right yeah. right yeah. no that's what's up yeah well i mean in, in his wesley snipes so you know we know his catalog is fucking crazy yeah you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the movies that he's been in. You know what I'm saying? Like he's had some iconic movies. He's had some, you know, he's played damn near every fucking type of character you can think of. Wesley Snipes has played them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's definitely not somebody that's typecast. Like he's, what's your Wesley? What's, what's your favorite Wesley role? Uh, it would have to be a toss up between New Jack City. Um. 
Passenger 57. He did have that movie too. And. Two on Fu? No. Sorry. It didn't tickle my fence. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I'm, I'm, listen, yeah. man. And you my man, bro. <laughs> Obviously, New Jack City is always going to be up there. Mm-hmm. But how we not going how we not going to put Sugar Hill? Mm. Sugar Hill was really good, too. Well, yeah. I was trying to because. All right. So I really like Sugar Hill, but I also I liked him in, in Brooklyn's Finest, too. I didn't. You know, I still it was good in Brooklyn's yet. Finest. That, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? So I got that's why I'm saying like as I was saying his catalog is fucking crazy. Like like shout out to fucking Wesley Snipes. That's Yo, a fucking legend. white man got white man can't jump. Like, white man can't jump. Can't and jump and I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna say this too. Because you talk about Brooklyn Finest, because he wasn't the main, but he was more of a supporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in a um in a joint with Eddie Murphy in the Dolomite movie. And he's great in that the, shit. Um, it yeah. came out it came out on Netflix. Yeah. He's a good ass actor, bro. Great in the Dolomite I, I think joint. He might be from the Bronx too. Yo. I like the fucking undisputed shit, the boxing shit when he was in jail, yeah. oh, fighting fucking yeah. um, Ving Rhames. Like, yeah, with Ving, I, that's I a true story. Him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yo, I fuck with that shit. Like Wesley Snipes got so much fucking shit. He was crying, like, and then I don't even count Blade. Like Blade is on a whole other fucking platform. That's my shit. That's my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't even you can't even Blade. count Blade. Like, yeah, Blade Blade is the crossover joint. Yeah, and and I but, and, and I give him kudos thing. for that. Yeah, yeah, I give him kudos for that, but. For me, always joints like Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill's iconic to me, bro. It was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The, just to, to think about it, like you the dude that you in the game and you dealing with relationship issues and your brother strung out on drugs and you trying to take care of him. And y'all grew up in a household where your mom was strung out on drugs. Like that shit is iconic, bro. The role up, he yeah. played there was crazy, bro. No, he did his thing. Like, yo, he got so many fucking dope movies. Like, he got a lot of range, man. I like Murder at 1600. You know what I'm saying? He like, did the, ni- the 90s movies with it. I thought that that's was a, a good really one. good one. Like, he got fucking movies. We got to have a Wesley a Wesley uh, appreciation um, movie marathon one of these days. Let's do let's do, let's do do his top 10. Okay. Let's come up with the top. Let's, let's all vote. We'll top come up with, with the top 10 Wesley Snipes movies. And then we'll, we'll tally up all the votes, and that's how we'll do the order. From ten to one. Everybody, we're, we're, everybody pick right, their top We're gonna come up with his best ten, and we're gonna right. We're gonna throw it out on social media, and we're gonna allow the people to pick what's the top ten. But you're right. He he's got so much quality work out here, bro. Mm, for sure, fellas. Delonte West update. He's doing better. And, and huge shout out to fucking Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban is the fucking man. You on his shit, bro. You know what I'm saying. Huge shout out to him. You know, my prayers are, are, are with Delonte West. I he hope was he playing ball or swimming better. or kayaking or something, right? Yeah, he was, he was out on the water kayaking. You know what I'm saying? So shout out, shout out to him, man. Like I really hope that he does better. Like I, I don't want, I don't want to see nobody fucked up on drugs. Yeah, because that shit ain't, ain't a good look. You know what I'm saying? Like because I seen it, you know, firsthand. You know what it does to, to people, what it does to families. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like to see nobody strung out on drugs. So I really hope that he can stay clean this time and, and continue to, you know, to progress. He definitely has my prayers, man. Oh, that's a fact, bro. Uh, he was super talented as a player. And he's still young, bro. He's in his yeah. mid-30s. So I, I would hate, you know, right. I would I would hate for, for this to be what the rest of his life becomes. And I'm, I'm so happy that somebody like Mark Cuban stepped up, man. As you know, we joked about it last week, but it's true. We talk about things in the group chat, and and the listeners, y'all part of the group chat because the things yeah. we talk about, we always want to bring to the platform. You in the group chat, 
right, you in a group chat and we talked about it, man. Um, somebody like Mark Cuban is the epitome of what it should be to be an owner of any sports team. It shouldn't matter if you're not on my team anymore. If you ever play for my organization, you're a part of this family, bro. And we got to find ways to get you back to, to you know, a, a, a stable point in your life, bro. Mm-hmm. He, he was down on his luck, but he still definitely got a lot of time uh, moving forward to get things right. Yeah, man. I, I just kind of got to echo the sentiments that you guys just had, man. Mark Cuban is a dope individual before him even doing this, but this even, you know, they put him in a whole different light with a lot of people, whatever. Like, he's passionate about his players. He's passionate about his franchise. You know, he's on stuff like Shark Tank, you know, and, and, and he can probably be an asshole in a lot of situations because he is a millionaire. Millionaire. He's not. You know what I mean? He's a humble individual, yeah. and that shows you that there are that that there is some good in the world, and that there are people that have access to a whole lot more than you have, but they're still able to have some humanality with them. Yeah, you know, like and, and, and that's just dope because once again, he doesn't have to do this. You know, once you leave a lot of these teams, these 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 fucking coaches, these, these players. I mean, not the play, well, shit, maybe even players. Whatever, they don't give a fuck about you. You know, once you leave, anyways. I was watching something. Um, you're not gonna see them again. Yeah, I, it was something. I can't. I was, I've been on this YouTube bender lately. I, um, I came across a Mookie Blaylock, um, situation. I remember yeah. growing up down in Atlanta. Some trouble. Mookie, very popular playing ball or whatever. And one of the last teams he played with was um he played with Gilbert Arenas or whatever. And he was like the last time he saw him, he was at practice. He was like, "Fuck this shit or fuck y'all." And he just left and said he never saw him again. But he had like a whole string of fucking DUIs and all type of craziness or whatever. So I mean, these are people at the end of the day. Um, if you are in a place to where you know, I, I guess you can help somebody else, help that person out, man. Because you just never fucking know, man. People be battling all type of shit in their life, man. These are regular people with just with extra access, extra money, man. Yeah, listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, you never know what a person is going through. You know what I'm saying? And what's their, their mental state like? Like, you won't never know until you actually see some shit right in front of you. And it's like, oh, shit. Man, how motherfucker was going through some shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's why we got to really take, you know, our mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really got to be responsible and, and take care of it. You know, nurture it because it, it's tough out here. Uh, you brought up something that you know. This allowed us to segue to the next thing: the baby, his brother, uh, suicide. See, and and, and there, you, there you go, right there, man. It's first of all, you know, rest in peace. Uh, condolences to the baby, to his family, his friends. You know, it's a scary situation, but you know, but again, is you know, mental health is not a joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have to take care of our mental health. You check in with your friends. Check in with your family. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, how you doing? Talk to me. You good? Send, you know them, send them a little something funny or whatever. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? How, like, how, how's everything? How you feeling? What you been up to? Because you really don't know what a person's going through. Especially and, right now, man. And you might, you might be the difference in life or death. Because you reached out to a person and said, how's everything? What you going through? You know what I'm saying? And that conversation could stop a person, you know what I'm saying, from taking their life or from doing something, you know what I mean, like that. So reach out to your family and your friends. 
Oh, that's that's one thousand percent a fact, bro. And uh, our condolences and prayers go out to the baby and his family, man, because he lost his brother, and I think he lost his dad within like the last two years as yeah, well. Yeah. So, yeah. like you said, you know, yeah, you know, you, you never know, you know, what type of pain somebody dealing with, and. Listen, man, we we can't take this thing for granted, bro. We we gotta give people their their flowers while they're here, and we gotta let them know that they appreciate it while they're here, man. So, as we said, if, if it's as simple as just texting a, a close friend, a family member, or sending a funny meme or joke, let people know you care about them, man, because you never know that might change the the direction of their whole day and their whole week. Nah, that's some real shit, man. I I think. One of my the things about myself that I had to like slow down with is I guess kind of being accessible and just being everybody's friend. But I think I realized at a young age, you just like to know that people care about you and you like to care about people. A lot of people don't really know what that's like or they don't really understand why you would want to like convey that message or whatever. But that's always been kind of a thing for me. Like you want to make sure your friends is good. You want to make sure that you good because. That shit gonna fuck up your whole situation, you know what I'm saying? Like these are people that you're around, you know, like like, like any one of us, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, we a family, bro. No, no, you know what I'm saying? We here all the time. We, you know, we like, we don't just come here and talk when we record. We we fucking be talking throughout the week. Yeah, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, it's it's so much going on. So it's like it's it's those things are very important. I know for me now, I had to kind of like back up and, and and allow myself to have my own personal time, but. You know, as you guys just said before, we definitely got to make sure we check in with our friends, check in with our family. You might have to hit that, have that phone call and, and be on the phone for extra 25, 30 minutes and talk to that person because, you know, they're going to talk your damn head off. You might just do that shit. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? You like, have to, man. And, and, and especially, you know, with everything all of our friends and families have experienced over the last six to eight months with COVID, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to check in with people because... On the surface, it always seems easy to be like, oh, yo, you know, you working from home or you getting unemployment and you ain't got to go into that job no more. But it's deeper than that. Like for some people to be home all day, like it's fucking with them mentally. Yeah. For, yeah. for people routine to be broken at this point, it's fucking with them Bro, mentally. That's, that's so you got to check in with people. With you got to know what's going on. That shit fucked with me at the beginning of the shit. Like I, I really was like in the house like, yo, I got to really be here. I can't go nowhere. Yeah. And it took me a while for me to even like register that shit to understand like I have like we have to sit here and do this shit for right now, yeah. You know, like like for, for Eric and I, our birthdays like what a week apart or some shit like that. Yeah. Like I wasn't thinking about my birthday because I'm not really big about the birthday shit, but I'm like, all right, cool, we are gonna be cool by my birthday, and our birthday is in May. Anthony birthday passed in, in August. I, th I thought it was this gonna be cool by my birthday. I'm like, you, I'm in August. You feel what I'm saying? So like when this shit first hit, like. I know from speaking for myself personally, whoever I was speaking to a lot, I appreciate you because I was fucking going through it. Yeah. Like, that's why I really got big and, and, and just wanting to work out, just having some type of routine, just getting the fuck out the house because, I, like I said, I was not trying to accept this shit. And I was like, fam, I got to I don't want to sit here. Bro, I'll say this, man. We had to deal with a number of, of factors that would have broken the normal person. Like, when we talk about like the, the break in our routine, you know, and we were joking about it before, like I was working two jobs and handling my business, doing what I had to do. And then to be stuck in a crib, yeah. like I, I personally, I know for a fact, 
I get my motivation and my energy from being around other people and being outside. Mm-hmm. Like An- Anthony and I spent all last summer literally, you know, Orchard Beach, Rucker Watching Park, any, any tournament, any park. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's where I get my motivation and my energy from, from that, from that feeling of being outside and being around the people. So yeah, yeah. I remember a couple of weeks into quarantine, I was already feeling like, nah, bro, this ain't I'm it. not feeling this shit. This is ghetto. And then unfortunately, right. And then unfortunately, and we never going to let this situation die down. We had to deal with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And I remember us being on a, on a, on a show. And I said that day, like, I wasn't feeling it. Like I, I don't want to do this right now, but I know it has to be done. And, and that was a good ass episode. We got that shit done too. Yeah, you and we, guys, that's what I'm Emerald, saying. We, everybody. We, we had to fight through those things. And so I say that to say this that we were strong enough to fight through it. But there are a lot of people who are dealing with mental health issues that wasn't able to that wasn't able to just fight through it, bro. Mm-hmm. And we can never take that for granted. There's people who need more attention than we need it yeah. at those moments and even to this day. So it's always important to check in with your friends, your family, and let them know that you're there for them. Before we get off this uh, this topic, we got to send a big uh, R.I.P. out to uh, Alex Trebek. You know, all the, uh, all the old heads that watch Channel 7 all day, um, they used to see Alex Trebek because my aunt, that's her, that's her fucking show, uh, Jeopardy. And then what comes on after that? Uh, Wheel of Fortune. And then, and then the news. No, the news come on before all of that. So they got to see all the bad shit after they watch the stories and then they watch fucking, you know the vibes. But yeah, man, a fucking legend, 80 years old. He's battling cancer for a long ass time. He passed away recently. Yeah, he's definitely a legend in, in, in television and journalism. You know, he changed the game, bro. For sure. Um, I, that's one of those shows that I think at any age is cool to watch because you're learning something while you're watching it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, on top of that, you get a chance to see a lot of interesting people on there a lot of the times. You know, you see athletes, you see, uh, I won't say regular Joe Smoes, but you see, you know, people that are in the um, actual entertainment eye that are on these shows. But you, like I said, you're learning something. Uh, so rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Definitely appreciate you. Definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you. Um, fellas, so being New York City residents, uh, you know, early in this, in this pandemic, we was just talking about how, like, shit was getting crazy and we had to really figure this shit out. I think uh, right now the weather has been fucking nuts. Potentially, I think we're going to be going back into a whole situation to where it's going to be a lot of stuff shutting down around 10 p.m. Uh, are we are, are we more, I guess, I guess better equipped this time around because, you know, we're going to be hit with this? All you, all you got to do is look around you. Uh-huh. And answer that question. Okay. <laughs> we definitely equipped for that. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we, when I say we, I mean us. I can't speak for everybody out there, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we definitely put ourselves in a position to where if things did have to get shut down again, like, we can still work. We can still, you know what I'm saying? We can still get it in. Moving and grooving. Yeah. Moving and fucking grooving. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that we still talking about shutdowns. <laughs> But you know who did I mean, it though? You know who fought it is. Uh, we know we know who did it. You know, I, I, I didn't want to place blame, but we know where the blame lies. Mm-hmm. Um, here we are, eight months later, seven months later, and you know the greatest city in the world gotta readjust itself again. Yeah, man, it's all good. But then on the other side of shit, not even the other side, because this is more fucked up news. It was potentially they might make these vaccines mandatory in New York. 
I don't really know how they're gonna do that shit for us as adults, but I can definitely see how they're gonna try to put that shit off on the kids, man. Yeah, because they'll make it like another one of the school vaccines. Like you can't get into the school if you don't have this vaccine. That's exactly what they're gonna do. Yeah, they so. they're gonna they're gonna force it on the kids, and then what's gonna happen is you're gonna get parents who are gonna feel obligated at that point too. Yeah. Because if your kid if your kid has to get it, why wouldn't you get it? True. Yeah. True. 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 I don't know, man. It, but it's so many conspiracies and theories and shit that's going on with that whole <laughs> situation of uh, you know fucking this, this coronavirus shit, man. I'm tired of talking about it. I'll be glad when we can look back. It's gonna be oh, funny because because this is definitely gonna be one of those stories when we got grandkids, great nieces and nephews, and we gonna be like, man, I remember the year 2020. <laughs> Holy fuck, everything, right? Couldn't go outside. I, I would just ask the people who feel these are conspiracies to like show me the proof because this was a virus that spread through the whole world. Yeah. So it, it's not like it was a made up virus that somehow got. What you made me say? Like, China virus. Fucking. It went. It, it went through Asia. It went through Europe. Like it, it went through. You know, say a majority of the world. So where was it made up at what point did it become a made up in a, in a lab when they made it and, and, and sent that shit out like they was doing that with that blue magic fellas football sports man we so we we, we baseball is over mm-hmm. no no olympics this year i kind of missed that um football so we got football the Raiders and shit. Why the fuck are we this far in the season and people still getting fined for these fucking masks, man? Because it's difficult. Like, do you think about it? Like, I know I don't really want to wear a wig or uh, uh, a fucking mask all You wearing a wig, bro? Excuse me. <laughs> I was about to say, you got the lace front? You got the lace front? Yeah. I don't want to wear a mask all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure y'all, y'all could Pantoid. go without wearing a mask. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm sure there's a lot of other people that's just tired of wearing a fucking mask. Yeah, I, I don't know. Listen, finding the Raiders and all that to me, that shit just sounds like bullshit. Because it's like if you that concerned about the virus, then not even play the games. Yeah, but then there's, there's the Jerry Joneses of the world that say, "Hey, we're gonna still sell some tickets to people, and they're not gonna fucking social dishes." But we don't give a fuck because we told you before you got here. So if you get that no, no, shit, I, it's not on us. I, I get the whole idea of we got to maintain business. I get that, mm-hmm. but then you can't try to micromanage every aspect of the business because like we, we've seen teams get criticized because the head coach don't have a mask on the sideline. Yeah. Meanwhile, they've been practicing all week. You think they've been wearing masks around no. each other in practice? And your mouthpiece been right. on the ground. All you did was rinse it off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but it, if you play football, put, you did that. Oh, man. I'm sure right. you did that you in the Eagle Scouts, Anthony. No, we definitely did not. <laughs> we washed that shit off. Nah, if I dropped something, I washed it, motherfucker. So you used to drop those condoms, you used to pick them back up? Hey. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Turn it up real quick. Ooh. Oh, she liked the way that I run. That's what she was doing. He was like, ooh. She liked the way that I dance. She liked the way that I move. She liked the way that I rock. She liked the way that I woo. They liked the way you was wooing at, at Eagle Scout camp? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Talking talk about five second rule, just pick up the condom. Yeah, yeah, well, that's nasty, bro. <laughs> that is fucking just pick it up. It's good. It's good. It's good. Don't worry about it. It's good. Are you sure, you want to use this? <laughs> you out here like this? Just flick it off. It's good. It's oh, that's good. nasty, bro. 
Just, just, just fly, you just gotta fuck your whole mood up. Just shake it, shake that. Nah, but oh, shake it, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just gonna say, in regards to the NFL, like we were talking about, it's hypocritical, bro. Mm. You're putting 100 plus people on a flight to travel city to city to play games every week. Yeah, you're gonna come in contact with somebody who either had the virus or currently has the virus. You can't be penalizing the team because the coach don't want to wear a mask on the sideline. They, like, cut that shit out. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. At this point, that shit. They just doing that shit for money, man. They don't really give a fuck. I think basketball is what starting back uh, right before Christmas. Twenty yeah. second. So that's gonna be interesting. Yes, we're starting back up. So. Um, we're in November, so that's literally what six weeks away, some shit like that. Four weeks away, five weeks away. Yeah, about, about that. Like, yeah, about, about five weeks away. It's, it's still a bubble situation, or are they? No, no, they're back to the stadiums. It's, it's, in in December? Yeah, because it's too. It's too many. Um, teams to really fit them. They, they're probably not oh, because they because they're playing from the beginning of the season. Yeah, so it's every team. Well, so potentially twenty two teams winning. So potentially, so the playoff might be in the bubble as well. Yeah, it might be that again. If, if we're not like back to normal by the time the playoffs start, then I'm sure they'll they'll have the playoffs in the bubble because they're not gonna want to have to either stop or lose a top fucking player to COVID. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, they'll do a regional. They'll do a regional bubble. You know, like four teams in this location, something like that. But the regular season is going to be regular. You're going to be going city to city. Yeah. Damn. Exactly. Flying dolos from state to state? <laughs> Brought a gift in a whole nine. I seen. Um... <laughs> Yo, yeah, ignorant. Yo, I seen. Um, you know, because you know, I work for the G League and shit. I seen um that they said they might light do a flex, little, light flex, little little bit, little bit, little bit. But y'all can give us a raise too. But anyways, um, they were potentially talking about doing a bubble in uh, California. And I was like, nah, that don't work. That don't work. Cause Wait, so good. so hold on, let me ask you a question. So if they tell you, yo, look, hotel. Oh, if they paying for it. I'm there. Say less. That's what I'm saying. So you in the bubble? How many how many teams in the bubble? Uh, so they have more teams. So all the G League teams, they have, they have almost almost as many as the NBA teams. So like, let's say if it's hypothetically what thirty teams, they might have twenty one teams or twenty three teams and shit like that. Like it's a lot of teams. That you and the bubble about. out in Cali. Yeah. And they be front too. They're like, yeah, you know, you guys in New York have are like the best squad. I'm like, so what y'all saying? You can go to All Star Game too because they be at the All Star Weekend too. Yeah. We need to get out the All-Star weekend. Oh, yeah. It's a fact. Yeah. We need to get out Where's there. Where's it at next? Sure. We're going to record ain't, live ain't, from loca- live on location. Yeah, this year's going to be live from Zoom. It's going to be live from Zoom. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> now, where, where, it, it could where, be, though. Where's it going to be next year? That's That'd be some ill shit, though. We go out there. We record out the room. You know what I'm saying? But you get what I'm saying. No, I'm, hypothetically speaking, if we were, if we were to go out there, if we had a, like you just said, if they saying it's like, no, being paid for whatever, yeah, yeah, but let, let's not let's not be fooled, bro. It, them type of joints, they still have events going on. They yeah. just not publicizing it the same. Yep. Yeah. It's gonna be all the janky promoters out there and shit. Oh yeah. It's gonna be all of the um all of the uh, Kamala Harris parties and shit, cause you know that's that's what we gonna do. You gotta wear Tim's to get in. Yeah. Yep. The real the the real Tim's. Let's let's be clear. Not the butt naked. Some of y'all. Huh? Some of y'all. Be, the fraudulent insurance. Yeah. 
Bitches that be cutting their ankles and shit. Got no fucking what's that shit at the top? The chafing. Oh shit, oh, man. They got they got a sale right now for like at like king size. They like 170. For what? For the Tim's, you know the good ones. Oh, the for a buck seven. Yo, yeah. them Tim's used to be cheaper. Yeah, but you know, I feel like I need a pair of new butters, man. Yeah, I'm, I gotta get them. This is my year, like I, I get a new pair every other year. This is my year. Oh yeah, can I get a new pair? Like, every other year I get a new pair. So this is the year I'm up to get a new pair. All right, Listen, all right. fellas, I, ju- I just looked it up. All Star Weekend this year. They haven't announced the official date, but it's supposed to be in Indiana. I don't. Indiana was cool when I went out there. I didn't really enjoy my uh, my experience. I was out there with my fire I- brothers, but Indiana is different. I was about to say I don't know what they with the you know what I'm saying with with the vibe it's they, like out there with their down, regulations are. They shut down at like two AM and they got White Castle out there. Um I bought a homeless person a drink. We was talking about this on a, on another episode how you know sometimes you gotta buy a motherfucker some shit to look out. Yeah, yeah. I, now we was talking about on this one. We was talking about on this one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, <laughs> that, that's when I did that. I bought I bought this homeless dude a drink and shit, but this shit was cool because I was like, I ain't from Indiana. You know what I'm saying? And I think like this, this uh, white biker gang rolled by and my frat was founded on Indiana University. We went on campus and all the white people was looking at us like, fuck y'all doing here? We like, bro, we only been here for like a hundred years. So Indiana's a little different. It's a different vibe. Maybe this isn't the right All-Star weekend, especially with the new president coming in. This might not be the, the right All-Star weekend to be out there. I'm pretty sure that's a red state. Indiana? Yeah. Let's look at the map. We gotta look at the map, but yeah. it, it may not be, you know. I mean, but we definitely, we we definitely gotta get out there for one of them joints. Indiana is cool, man. We we will never hate on any place that accepts us. Uh, and you know that's that. Like we we, we yeah. New York boys or whatever, we East Coast boys, whatever. But Indiana is definitely cool. But uh, you know, as we continue to uh. Go off into the evening and the sunset and all that other bullshit because you know it's late. <sighs> we gonna holler at y'all, man. We just sipping on a little something over here. Probably go order some food, whatever the fuck Anthony wanna watch because you know he just be watching every fucking body, he support everything because that's what that's how he's supposed to do. Like, oh, shout out to um to, to Sheik Loops. He, he he dropped a new project, uh, Be Smoke Full. So shout out to to, to Sheik, man. Shout out to the to the whole locks. Yo, the Yo. locks. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad, my bad, bro. Nah, nah, I was gonna say shout out to Jim, bro. Yeah. Jim Jones locking down the weatherman position with Revolt. Yeah. That's that's ill. That's that's a perfect example of you know what I'm saying, always evolving and understanding what the people want. You know what I'm saying? He created a Instagram and social media segment that put him in a position now to be over on Revolt. He, and situation. I always respect Jim's grind. Yep. Yeah. Yo, cause you know what it is? So fucking, we ain't gonna end this quick. Yo, Jim is one of those people. I love how he he continues to translate, trans not translate, but um, transform himself to another individual that's him, but a wiser, a smarter, and just keep getting that bag, man. Yeah, right. Keep getting that fucking bag. Like, yo, we in a fucking pandemic. I'm posting workout videos. Uh oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm gonna start doing the weatherman because you, you guys like from home. Got to do weatherman. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jim is a hustler, right. bro. Jim is a fucking hustler. I love That's it. That's a man. fact. Jim came in the game wanting to be a rapper, but he realized I right, can might be the bigger draw right now. So what can I do? I right, I'm a, I'm gonna do the videos then. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do the videos until I get my music popping. Then when his music was popping, he let that rock for a minute. 
Mm-hmm. They got into liquor. They got into fashion. They changed yep. the game with the way cats was dressing in, in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did movies. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And now, like you said, understanding social media and like, yo, you know what? I got I got the attention of people, but we in a, we in a pandemic, so I'm gonna post the workout videos and I'm gonna do these weatherman skits and, and keep everybody entertained. And now look at that shit. Now Revolt giving you the bag. Yeah. Yeah, because the numbers is, is, is moving up. You see the views he's getting. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta respect it. You gotta respect what, what, what Jim is doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, like especially like being around these cats and whatnot, and you see how they st- after all these years. Cause remember, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like Dipset was fucking on top for fucking twenty years straight. Talking like fifteen years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but they can't. You know, and then. And they came back with the reunion tour and it's just like yo they just been building and building and building smart you know what i'm saying they, between that between the saucy he got the, he got the weed stuff going on right now like he he got he got he got them seven streams of revenue coming in right now. yeah you know what i'm saying shout out to jim jones i guess we can leave now <laughs> shooting the shit. yo y'all be until cool, next man. time right we we, we 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 rocking out to the to the Brooklyn ball. Yeah, you can pull out. You don't gotta wear that. Never mind. Pause. <laughs> <laughs>